even downright cutting, buddy, buddy. Wish I missed the past, buddy, buddy, but there's still buddy cats. No, don't be naughty, go meet everybody here on buddy cats. Saturday night's all right for podcasting. It's another episode of your favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is my new buddy and fellow podcaster, John Duckworth. How you doing today, buddy? I'm great, buddy. Thanks for having me. I'm real happy to be on the show. Love the work you're doing, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Absolutely. You know, we love, we lo- it's a show for everybody. It's not just for big names, big shot. It's everybody's show. We're everybody's buddy. So... I don't know. You've had some pretty big names, though. You had Ned Ryerson a couple weeks ago. What a great interview, by the oh, way. Oh, he was fantastic. What I love about him is he wasn't just, you know, one of those big Hollywood shots who, you know, have, yeah, I've made it that way, you know, and deserve all the credit. But at the same time, really act like, yeah, I've made I am here. You're here. Like, I'm here. You're here. Let's, yeah. Let's make you feel like that. But he's one of the guys that's like, look, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't be where I am today. So. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I loved you. You'd like ask him like a question and everything's like, oh, I have this crazy story that's based yeah. off that. He would just go. I'm like, wow, what yes. a good show, man. I, I really, really like that one. About it. He, told, he told me afterward, like he told me that, um, he's like, what I loved about your show is that it was questions that I've been asked a million times. So I could literally tell them in my sleep, you know, but then you ask these new questions and I'm like, whoa, where'd that come from? But I loved answering it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. You could tell he enjoyed it. You can tell he yeah. enjoyed the conversation. You know, it yeah. could have gone on for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, but I mean, I mean, that was a long one too. Oh, yeah. And I've had those shows. I've had those shows where it's just been quick in and out. Like, here's the questions, here's the answers. Okay, have a nice day. But there yeah. are people like him that make the show what it is because it's people like him that go, hey, I'm going to take the time and just chat. Here's my story. Here's this. Here's that. Absolutely. So, I got to start asking about your podcast. Let's give you a little promotion here. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Oh, yes. I am. Um, I, a lot of you might know me as uh, Brent and Liberty on the Idiotville podcast here in Erie. Um, just to be honest with you, Nick, it, it kind of started. I, um, my buddy on the show, Dill Spears, and I, we used to work together. Uh, we'd repo furniture. And so he was my road partner. So you'd spend 10 hours a day with this person. You see him more in your family and you're three feet away from them at all times. And so you get into these conversations and either you really hit it off with somebody or you don't. And Mm -hmm. we really did, obviously. And it was something that we talked about. Hey, let's do a podcast someday. Let's do it. It was just that, that, that dumb little thing that we tossed around. We probably did that for five, six years until one day he's just like, Okay, we're doing it. I'm in. Let's go. I bought the stuff. Come over to my basement. So we did. But at the same time, I had been working. Um, I had a pretty long commute into um, Ohio every day, um, mm-hmm. and I started getting into podcasts. And you know, you look for ones, and it's the great thing about it is it's it's like podcasting's for everybody because mm-hmm. it's for individuals as well. So like me, I love. Um, Manchester City soccer, but when you listen to it over there, it's like, oh, they they're talking about things that happened years ago. I don't really know about it. I want an American take. I can find that. I love 90 Simpsons episodes. Who has a take on that? And you can find it. Everything you can find. And you're mm-hmm. 
and, and you're going there every day and it feels like you're just having this conversation with your friends, but you know, they can't hear you like that sort of, sort of deal. And that's what I loved about it. But every time I'd look for, well, you know, it'd be awesome. Just one about living in Erie. Where's that? I'd listen to that. And it wasn't there. So everything sort of lined up. We're like, Hey, we could be that pe those people. We could do the, be the ones who did that. And it's going on three years now and we did wow. it. Yeah. So, it's been well, for those who aren't familiar with your podcast, what do you talk about? Like, what are you, what are some of the topics you mentioned? It's an eerie podcast, so you keep it local. But whatever, like, yeah. give us a typical episode. Okay, so typically we um, we we do a take on local like things. Like you read in the news, you might see something a little weird or like the big story of that moment or whatever. And we tend to really discuss that and you know we have our little takes on it i think our goal with it is is bringing the eerie culture to it because there are some things that like nick you and i see and people around eerie see but it's not something that's necessarily talked about and it's mm -hmm. a shared experience that we can bring to it so we really make it feel like hey we're just chatting with friends and you're one of our friends like it was you know when i was driving to cleveland all the time um so also, we, we've gotten into a few other things. You know, pandemic's been tough on everybody. And there's a lot of, you know, small local businesses around here. So people, who, you know, really attack their dreams. The people who really make bring the things that make our city special that are really struggling right now. And that's happening everywhere. And if we have a voice to kind of put them on, let's do it. And you know what? You get these people and, and you, you know, because you interview people, you, you get them in, you sit down and you talk to them and you find out, wow, you know, not only are they bright people that have great things going on, but they're also really cool too. And you end up with, with new buddies out of it. And that's awesome. And so you, you really kind of start rooting for their success in, in a different way than you did before. You might've liked their sandwich, but now, you know, Kevin also, you know, has a daughter that he loves and plays mm -hmm. a lot of Madden and is just a really cool guy to have a beer with. And it changes everything for that, you know? And I hope that our listeners sort of get that too, where, you know, they get to see them on a little bit different of a level, a little more candid level while also appreciating their acumen. And that's kind of what we try to bring to the table that, and we have our beer segment where we taste different beers and stuff and mm -hmm. have all the beers in area we've definitely had. So <laughs> Number just one. to give back. Yep. <laughs> Number one, I definitely have to join you for a beer segment. I definitely have to, I definitely have to do that. But number two, you hit the nail on the head. That is the mission of BuddyCast to just bring to talk to people about. Because you're right, it's not only it's not only like, hey, let's talk to Joe from the sandwich shop. It's you know, like just talking about his. It's sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sharing sure thing around. <laughs> but, um. It's about talking to Joe about the sandwich shop, why he started the sandwich shop, what keeps him going today, what he hopes for in the future, and just in promoting business. Because you're right, once you start talking to them, it's not just, oh, I like a sandwich shop. It's like, okay, now if anyone ever comes to Erie and is looking for this type of sandwich, it's not even on my mind anymore. Like, it's not even a thing for me to go, well, you got this place on East Avenue, you got this place on West Grandview, you got this place. It's automatically... You're looking for a sandwich? Yeah. You like this type? Yeah. Right down there on one, two, three West street or something, you know, best sandwich in town. Yeah. You don't miss it. Cause you become their fans too, as much as they become yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's like a symbiotic relationship. And I really like that because you can, you know, if somebody's like, Hey, where's a good place to grab coffee in town? I can be like, Oh, Ember and Forge. I've had Hannah on the show. She's awesome. And the product's great. You know, you can mm -hmm. do both mm -hmm. things or yeah. Like I said, a burger or whatever, whatever the thing is, you always, 
mm-hmm. you can give it that personal touch. And, you know, I, I think it makes me feel a little closer to the city. We're all just trying to help, you know? Yes. And that's the, and the other thing you mentioned too, is you create these relationships. I know you try to keep your podcast local and everything, but you're right. Like it's meeting these different people. Like some of my greatest buddies on this show are all on the West coast, you know, are on the West coast are in places I've never been, but yet if it hadn't been for this show, this show was the reason now that some of them might be involved in my wedding one day. Some of them are like, I have one buddy. He's he, I call him my business partner. His name's Chris Heron. He plays, he plays Faust. I think you've seen him on a few episodes. Yeah. And right now I, I'll say it out loud. I trust Chris with my life. If anything were to ever happen to me or if anything, like if I was ever put in one of those dangerous situations where you got one phone call and this person is your lifeline. Like this person is, if this person it picks up, you're safe. Or if this person picks up and agrees to come to the rescue or something, you're good. I, you know, I, I have some friends on the West coast that are like that too. Um, yes. the one, there's this, uh, one show they, um, uh, I definitely, um, do a lot of stuff with them. Uppy in the stash. Uppy and I have been like, he's been one of my best friends since we were probably about seven. <laughs> and, you know, he has a show out there and I'll jump on it sometimes. The rare times when he's in town, he jumps on our show. Um, but you know, his, his partner out there, Stash, that's somebody I talk to like every day now. Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, he lives in a completely different world than I, uh, than I do. You know, he's from the other side of the country, Southern California. I grew up in Northwestern Pennsylvania on the surface. We wouldn't have much in common, but I mean, he's really become one of like my really good friends exactly. just through this, just as, as, as opportunities that open up, you know, and you find that around here too, you know, uh, I'll get in these conversations and have inside jokes with people who I used to just look at and be like, wow, yeah, I wish they knew what I was trying to do with this show or even knew what this was, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's cool. You get to, you get to meet people and they know more people and everything. It's, it's, it's good for, if you're a social butterfly like me, it's, it's, it's definitely a perk. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So tell us more about your show. Like, give us who are some notable guests that you've had on your show. Um. Well, you know, I try to think because there's been so many, and mm-hmm. you know, most of them it, it is usually quite eerie centric. Um, most recently, we um, this week we had uh, Chris K from Atocalypse. Um, that's going to be um, that show will drop tomorrow. It's second time on there. That's a, it's a great food truck. Have you ever had it? Oh, oh yeah. those street tacos are the best because that whole season's starting up soon. Um, who else we've had? We had Jeff McCuller recently from Erie Ale Works. But going back, I mean, uh, a lot of politicians around. Um, we had uh, this year where we had uh, Ryan Bizarro, Christy Ganibis, um, <clears throat> Julie Slomsky. More to come with that. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, just different people around here who who do a lot of cool things like. Um, I know like one time we had um, Alan Carpenter and his wife uh, Nikon on because just because they're great people mm-hmm. and I want, I like hanging out with them, but they yes. also have awesome stories to tell because they're amazing people who've done amazing things. Mm. And it's, it's like a win-win where it's just, yeah, you know, like, Hey, I'm hanging out with my buddy, but wait till you get a load. What he, what my buddies have to say, you know, <laughs> and that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. So, I mean, Pretty much, uh, we we just kind of look through anybody in Erie who has like a you know a cool story or is doing something amazing. We just kind of want to get them on and and get to know them and have our listeners get to know them. There, I mean, there's just countless uh, people that we've had on and people that we're still looking to have on. I just sometimes I wonder how we fit them all in with all the different things that we're trying to do, but we just keep going. So, yeah, a lot more coming. 
oh man, I feel like I left so many cool people out and it's because I did just because it's just dozens of them really. <laughs> and you're right. They're all local right here. Like that's how this show started out. The show didn't start out with, Hey, let's go actor. So, and so the famous actor or something, this show started out. Okay. Like I said, my first episode was my girlfriend, you know, and then just reaching out to local people who you have that connection with. You're right. Alan Carpenter was our third episode. And, did a fantastic job because I worked with him. I used, I did an internship with the radio stations and I, we just, you know, he was one of my, he was, that, he was one of those coworkers there that I felt like if I contacted him the next day and said, Hey, let's grab a beer after tomorrow's shift and just hang out or something. He'd be right there. He'd be like, I that you'd never ask. <laughs> uh, one thing I always appreciated about Alan actually is, you know, when we started um, as far as we knew, there were no other shows in Erie. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the first to like listen and put it out there. Hey, listen to this. Check this out. These guys are great. And like, this is at the point where, and I'm sure you've run into it too. Like the number one, like if I go up and say, hey, you know, you gotta check out my podcast. The I always get what is a podcast. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody like vouching for you like that when nobody even understands what you're trying to sell them is exactly. big. So Odom for that, that, and I've just got to know the guy, and he's just really cool. So yeah. exactly. Now, speaking of podcasts, you also run the Facebook page, Erie Podcast Network. Yes. Yes, I do. Tell us about that. Okay. Well, um, you know, as I mentioned before, you know, we were one of the first. Then we started seeing a few others pop up here and there. And, you know, at first you don't know how to, like, or, yeah, are they going to be like, oh, well, we're Idiotville, but better, and we're going to destroy you. And so, like, like, what's the plan here? But then we started remembering, like, all of the problems that we had starting out. You know, the time we bought the wrong mics, the time we went out and spent this all this money on this whole like mixing board thing and it was the wrong one or, mm-hmm. you know, things that we've tried like, oh, this will get people to know and it didn't work and, you know, just dead ends and successes that we've had. And I just kind of thought like, I love this medium, you know, and then it was right around that time when Cam started coming, you know, uh, community access media, they have their studio and everything. So you started seeing more and more podcasts pop up and it just really came like, Hey, why don't we just kind of pay it forward here? You know, I, I'd like to be able to get everyone together and, you know, and, and, you know, tell them, Hey, this is where I've messed up. This is things where I've had success with. And then there's other people approach things in a totally different way than us. And it's cool to hear that because you can take little bits and pieces of it from everybody. Um, and so it started off as just like a private group where, you know, we heard somebody was podcasting, we'll invite them in. If they want to join, we'll do it. But it wasn't like out there, you know, you've seen the group, you know what it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we started with that. We'd have conversations, but then what would happen is you'd get some people on there. They're just be like, Hey, check out my show. And and we'd be like, yeah, I'll check it out. But if you want people to really see it, you're kind of telling the same 30 people around here that are in podcasting. Like, mm-hmm. you're preaching to yeah, the choir. I mean, exactly. And it started to think, like, you know, people all want to find a way to get their stuff out there. And I think Erie wants to know there's a lot of people out there that want to know that there is this kind of scene. They don't know. You know, there might be somebody like, man, I wish there was an Erie podcast, not knowing that by now there's probably about 35, 40 different shows in Erie alone. Mm -hmm. And we have such a great talent base here. So many cool people telling so many amazing stories. And 
I was just sort of wanted to find a way to get that to everybody that. And I mean, to be honest with you, Nick, you, you know how it is. Anytime you kind of join some sort of uh, social circle like that, there's clicks. People try to become gatekeepers. And I also mm -hmm. sort of thought, well, if I was one of the first to it, maybe I could, you know, do my part to try to make this a supportive community where people help each other, where people celebrate each other's successes, where people care and we build together and we, there's, yeah, we don't infight. So some of it was that too, it was like, well, if, you know, I don't want to be the sitting on the sidelines and then all the podcasts hate each other. I don't want that either. If there's something I can do to help that, I'm going to do that as well. So, mm. I mean, really, it's just because, you know, I care about the scene and most people who find the scene didn't even know that it existed. And so I think that we're all stronger together because, you know, or, you know you're on uh, Spotify. <laughs> if somebody listens to your show for the first time on Spotify and they're like, I really like that, they're more likely to become podcast listeners, period. <laughs> and then it becomes, hey, who does my buddy Nick know? Oh, he knows the guys from Idiotville. Oh, he knows this person. He knows that. And then he just, and then everything branches out from there. So, you know, very few people listen to just one podcast and then nothing. <laughs> and, you know, being on in, in, in that downloads in that queue and getting more people in there. You know, I, I think it just serves everybody that if we all kind of work together. And so that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I hope I'm successful. <laughs> yeah, I think you are. I think you're, you're right about a bunch of things. Like, for example, me and my buddy, like I have what I call my group. I call them Buddy Aid because they've helped me, not just because we do a show called Buddy Aid where it's our local charity show, but these I are. I saw the, that. Yeah, these are the people that are truly like I. I thought about it during the month of October for Dwarfism Awareness Month. I'm like, what if I use this platform to do like a variety show to raise money for something? October is Dwarfism Awareness Month. Me as a little person. Why not the little people of America? And I reached out to some of my buddies that I know, okay, if I were to put on a talent show of some sort, if I were to do something like that, who would I want on there that could really drive in the money? Yeah. Instantly, I thought of at least seven people. I'm like, I want this guy. I want that guy. This guy's going to co-host with me. This person will, this person can close out the show and will nail it. Like, well, you know, it will be the nail in the coffin and this person can definitely. And I, and those people, those people have been with me since they've, we have another one coming up in uh, March, coming up in March. And we like, it just started out as just an idea for a dwarfism awareness month. Now yeah. it's a monthly thing. Like now it's a monthly charity that, People have contributed ideas to, people look forward to. So you're right. You definitely form those circles. You definitely form. And all those people are, again, on the West Coast. There are a few on the East Coast like me, but yeah. they're all like in California, Las Vegas, you know, Arizona. I would have never thought I would be, I would have these guys performing with me on my thing. Or I would have never thought like any of this would have been possible. If you had told me this back in 2018 or something. I would have asked you something. Like if you were told me anything with this would be possible, I would have looked at you and went, what are you trying to sell me here? Like, what's your angle? What's your hook? You know? Yeah. How, how can I even pull this off? What are you talking about? Exactly. I don't even know. I know like three people from California. What are you talking about? And I talk to them like maybe once a year. Or <laughs> and you see, and that's, that's a really cool thing about it too, is, you know, I, I, I see people out there like, like you who like, ah, man, I just want to do something cool. I want to, I want to get a message out there. I want to help people. And 
I, and I see that all over Erie's podcasting community. I want mm-hmm. that celebrated. You know, I want people to understand that that's the things that are happening. You know, yes. I, 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 for every show that I see out there, I have been talked to by dozens of other people that were like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. And it just never gets off the ground. So the fact that you just keep showing up and doing it, even if your show's terrible, which yours certainly is not. And I hope someday mine is not as well. But, um, you know, it, it, that, that says a lot. Just if you just put yourself out there and you just keep going every week or every day or every month or however you do it, you know, not everybody can do it. And mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, I, I like to try to celebrate that for sure. Mm-hmm. And we even celebrate our own. Like, for example, hey, you're right, because it's all about just continuing. Yeah, we've had bad episodes on here. We've had some episodes that I've debated on. Should I keep this on there or should I toss it you know would anyone be offended if i tossed it or something and well like this one <laughs> trust me i've had far far away like i've had ones that i've seriously like, i had one that i actually did pull i'm like okay i can't have this i can't have this terminology on my on my page like i can't no one's gonna i don't want someone listening to this episode because like hey i know this person or something like, oh they, my gosh <laughs> yeah. and then having like their kid walk by and go mommy what does that mean you know yeah, a nasty message afterward because of you. I know how to explain what this means. <laughs> yeah, you know it, it's it's finding it's finding your niche and stuff like that with everybody <laughs> as well. You know, you don't want to do something that goes against what you're trying to do. I know we've done some episodes where you finish up, and I, I remember this one. You could hear just somebody just audibly just go like, "Oh my god!" at the end because we forgot to edit it out because we thought, "Oh, that was a huge turd." We don't want to do that one ever again. But, you know, for the most part, much much like you, you know, luckily we haven't gone against, you know, like anybody, you know, like had somebody on the show with just like, you know, evil ideas or anything like that. I mean, yeah, yeah we we probably work blue a lot more than you do. But yeah. the, the key is, is like, you know, if somebody's heart is in the right place and up there goofing off that that's cool. It sort of fits in our motif, you know, mm-hmm. and we and haven't had to kick any, you know, delete anything yeah. for that, luckily. But mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely put some out there that I thought were clunkers and they ended up being okay. So, yeah. And it's all about, it's all about the uniqueness. It's all about why they're on here, you know, cause you never know who you're going to reach out to. You yeah. never know who is going to like, I've had people say because of you, like we interviewed a local archery coach one time and with it, like a week later I got a message or I talked to him and he said, because of you right after your, right after our episode, people were contacting me and saying, Hey, I just saw you on this show and I've been meaning to, you know, pick up my skills in archery. I used to do it as a kid all the time, kind of just got away from me for a little bit, but now I'm, I want to get back into it since there's really nothing to do nowadays. You think you could help me out? Bam, there's business for that. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think I know who you're talking about. I've seen him doing a lot of yeah. stuff. He's really hustling it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it's, you know, anything you can do to help some people like that. Yes. I'm, just, I'm just all about it. I'm just in. Mm-hmm. So now I got to ask you. Who are some guests that you're like? Who's on your guest wish list? Like, if well, you, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to say. Anybody who has a good story in Erie, I would. But like, I mean, if you could just go even outside of Erie, you know, you start looking at the people that you kind of look up to for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, s- some personally, um, you know, that that you think could just e- just be good content, or do you just kind of want to sit and talk to them, mm-hmm. like? I think, um, you know, first of all, I'd have to say somebody like Michael Schur, actually. Hmm. Yeah, you know, um, he wrote my favorite baseball blog ever. 
And mm. then he kind of exposed who he was. It was Fire Joe Morgan. That was hilarious. I loved that. I'd read every time they had a new one. I'd, I'd make sure to read that one. Then he kind of said who he was. And the reason why was because he was one of the creators of The Office and then went on to do Parks and Rec and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And you're just like, man, everything I kind of wish I could have done in my life, this dude did it like in way better than I ever, ever could have dreamed. So that would be somebody that I'd love to have on the show. And then you get like, um, you're just, just random people that, you know, you, you liked in the past, like, man, would it be cool to have Jerome Bettis on the show? You know, something dumb yeah, like yeah. that. Like, um, you know, just think of the people, you know, I've already had the opportunity to meet some really cool people doing this and talk to people that I never thought would give me the time of day. And I, I know you sort of feel the same way where there's this party. Mm-hmm. It's like, how far can I take this? Mm-hmm. Who can I actually get to talk to me about this? And, you know, when you like, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, you didn't even imagine these people would, you know, ever notice who you were and all of a sudden you know you have them in your phone you start to really think what else can i do so i'd like to think nothing's impossible even though everything seems impossible um i think one i'd really like because i think it ties into eerie's uh fantastic on social media and you know we do a lot with like you know politics both local state and national would be john fetterman you know our lieutenant governor who's um gonna be running for senate just because i'd like to uh, i think his story's cool i think he's funny on on social media i i like some of the stuff he has to say and i would just like to hear about that journey just i think that would be uh i'm gonna say that i think that would be our perfect guest because it'd be somebody that fits that national mindset that actually you might see on presque isle this summer you know and Mm -hmm. Because of that, I think it's kind of best of both worlds. I'll go John yeah. Fetterman. That's my guy. Yeah, that sounds perfect, you know. And you're right. It's all about just outreach. It's all about just like like what you said earlier. You would have never imagined these people being uh, giving you the time of day. If you, like I said, if you were to tell me two years ago even that I would have the chance to interview people like Sinbad, uh, people from the Elton John band, People, for, even just people like I love the show The Little Couple on TLC. Mm-hmm. You letting someone like him, letting someone like Bill Klein, and just learning about and talking to him like you and me are talking right now, not like hey, when's or you know, just talking to him like hey, this is my buddy Bill Klein, and this is you know, <laughs> like he, like just hearing those stories. You're right. It's all it's all about outreach, and but it's all for my advice for that would just be to just reach out, just give it a shot because. Anyone I reach out to, even if it's a big name that I gamble on, like a big celebrity or something, I always think the worst they can do is say no. Absolutely. The worst they can do is the worst you get is that rejection letter from the agent or the, you know, just something. And that's it. Right where you started, right? (laughs) There's no restraining order unless you really went deep into it or something. There's no, like, you don't go on that strong, huh? (laughs) No, no. I, I keep it simple. I keep it with the usual, like, hey, we'd love to have you on the show. It'd be an honor. Here's what we talk about. You know, would you be interested in something like this? And you'd be surprised how many people, you know, you may think are going to give you that excuse, like, I, I'm too important for this thing. But they've actually, like, like Stephen Tobolowsky. I'm like, this is a gamble. He's been on all these shows. Like, he's been on Groundhog Day, a movie that everyone knows, even if you've never seen it, you know? He's been on, the, like, everyone knows who Ned Ryerson is, even if you've never seen Groundhog Day before. Right, right, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's kind of funny. I was, uh, I watched Memento the other day. I'm like, oh, I forgot he was on this. 
I just heard him. He knows my body. You know, like it was kind of yeah. cool. Um, the, I, I guess uh, the one thing I have to say about you, Nick, is I've been really surprised in the last year how good you've gotten with the great follow-up questions. Uh, you definitely prepare, and it, mm. it's it, it's obvious. Yeah, but but it's not stilted. No. And it's hard to walk that line. You're clearly very comfortable doing this. You're very good at this. And I think that will continue to open doors for you because nobody wants to, I mean, if you're reading that cue card like this, staring at it, that well, wouldn't be a very fun interview, would it? The future or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that, that that's not a good interview. People don't no. know you. People don't get to know me as the person getting interviewed. But no, you've really, really crushed that lately. I've just been, I, I've, I've enjoyed watching you grow with that. It's, it's been, you've been great. So I, I think. I will input, I'll plug in a shout out here. This is to my good buddy, my coworker, and my mentor, Sean Lafferty. I took a class with Sean for Sean and Gannon and he was the one who taught me the ins and outs of this. Like when interviewing with someone, you know, focus on these, like have a structure, have a focus. Don't be afraid to ask these follow-up questions. Like you mentioned something. It's always when you pick up on a keyword, like you mentioned this real quick, tell us more about that. Like I'm interested in hearing about that, you know, make this. So a shout out to my mentor, Sean Lafferty. He's the one who really, put me where I am today, like built who I am today. So it, it, it is a skill. And I love seeing, cause you like, you know, like guys on our show, like uh, we have a couple of them. Like I did. Uh, yeah. I, I went to school for print journalism. We have another guy went for a broadcast, mm-hmm. but the rest of them, it's, that's not really their world. And I've watched mm-hmm. them really take off when it comes to interviewing because that first thing, be prepared. I remember my first interview being in journalism school, 19, I'm interviewing somebody. I'm reading that cue card and I was terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, and just growing from that and watching them do it after that, like, like, wow, you know, in a way, this whole podcasting thing is a really a real trial by fire when it comes to learning how to interview people. I kind of wish everybody would do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. It's learning as you go along. Like, this wasn't just something that was just developed overnight and all suddenly, hey, I can do this. I can do that. It's I'm going to try this. Like, I'm going to like the show didn't start out with an intro song. Now it's got an intro and an outro because I'm like, you know what? I want to support the local arts. And I want to support like someone, you know, I want someone to really just, I need, I need something to grab, grab people's attention from the bat. Like not just me coming on air and being, Hey, how's it going? Just something that it could even give my guests a few seconds to warm up and really get into the mode of like, okay, going live here. Instead of just saying, Absolutely. click, Hey, we're live. So yeah, and you gotta think, I mean, you do a lot of video and stuff too, but even audio, like a lot of times when I take in your show, it's on Spotify when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And hearing that awesome little buddy buddy song, it makes me happy. You know how much I love that song. It, it yeah. sort of like gets me in the mood. Okay, I'm going to hear Buddy Cast now. And mm-hmm. you know, that, that's that's definitely a great thing. It's you know, it's nice to to have that sort of like it's, it's almost like pulls the curtain, like, okay, show's on right now. And you're ready for it. And I, I feel like all shows need that. Although if you go with a cold open with that, I just don't think it works in podcasting because you're just going to come mm-hmm. off as somebody else that's on the radio as you're flipping through, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. and that, and I mean, you have like the best theme song. I love your theme song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask a quick follow-up question. Not to sure. like my own horn or anything like that, but what are some of your favorite buddy cast episodes? Uh, my favorite was the Tobolesky one. Um, You've had so like a lot of magicians on, 
<laughs> and I like I like watching those. I, I listened to it and then I watched it and I liked that a little bit better because watching you're like, oh cool, I get to see that stuff. Oh man, you had somebody on recently that I really liked. Um I, I like the ones where I mean I guess the best way to explain it, Nick, I, I like the ones where you can tell there's some people that are a little more comfortable in this format than others. And you know that I like the ones where you have this give and take. I feel like you and I have a good give and take. And those are the ones that I could tell when you, when you have that with somebody. And I love those ones because it becomes this great conversation. And then it just becomes me sitting in my car while my friends are talking and me be like, yeah, oh, I think this, Oh wait, they can't hear me. So <laughs> Yeah, it's it's actually it's probably a lot of your later episodes, like a lot of the ones probably done in the last two three months that I've really found to be the best, because mm. um, I feel like you've gotten really good guests, and I feel like you've built excellent rapports with them. Um, and that and can, you got to keep in mind with me is a lot of times I'm hearing them instead of seeing them. And so those ones were, those are the ones that really stick with me. But the mm. visual ones are cool too. Like you had the, oh, what is it? The, uh, one what is it was like a couple weeks ago you did the the buddy thon or whatever what was yeah, it the, yeah yeah like there, there was all these the variety show and stuff like that that was super cool and i liked watching that that hits better when i'm watching it you know and mm -hmm. so i would just uh you might even see me on there i like peek in for like a few minutes like i'd be doing something and i just like oh this is cool the wife would be like hey let's go eat dinner i'm like well i better do that but I'm, then i'll check back in with nick here in a little bit i love those ones uh, i think that's one thing i really like about your show is it kind of brings both the visual and the audio so it can actually come across as a totally different show when we're watching it than it does on audio and so it's almost worth watching them yeah twice and that's what's cool about it you know <laughs> and you're right like i like talking to my guests face to face like it's not just something you're just thinking about like so it's not just us talking on the phone and then yeah i'll let you know when this appears or something or i'll you know or some people have liked the fact that it's not edited like it's not you know, some people have asked me at the end now is this gonna be like some edited version that i'm gonna get later and I'm like nope you are live Really? Whatever you say, you say. It <laughs> was on the air, so like, sweet. Heck yes, heck yes. Um, yeah, like I, I like that format too. I know. Um, early on in the pandemic, we sort of lost our studio, and even though we could have brought back uh, what we called the Hall of Justice, which is uh, Bill's basement, he has a <laughs> bar down there that we turn into a little podcasting studio. Not the best audio, but even then, at the beginning of the whole pandemic, everyone's like, well, I'm not going to go sit in a small room with a bunch of people. That's not smart. I'm not doing that right now. And we tried a few different like itinerations to keep the show going. But our first one was just watching little bars go up and down on the thing with no visual contact. People were talking over each other. We just couldn't figure it out. And then we like went to Zoom and we're like, wow, that makes things a lot better because you get to look somebody in the eye. You get to see uh, visual cues. And that's that's part of communicating. And you have to be good at communicating to do this. And mm -hmm. I just I, I hate being undercut like that by just not being able to see the person. So I like this form, especially because you can see what we're seeing and everybody can see it. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yes. Except for, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking my best today. I'm sorry, buddies. No, no, you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. You're fine. Fine, my friend. Now, we talked about this a little earlier. Like, we mentioned this earlier. We touched on it. How else do you think podcasts can, podcasts can really benefit the community? Um, you know, I mentioned earlier in the show that the, what I like about podcasts is they can just really go to a specific niche. And because of that, they're for everybody. And that, I think, builds that culture. 
And that's sort of what we like about the internet. It brings out sort of the worst, the best and worst in humanity because, you know, the village idiot can now find 5,000 other village idiots and form a coalition. And that, and sometimes that can be dangerous. But, you know, in a community, you know, like Erie, uh, like a mid sized American city, pretty much, um, sometimes we feel like our entire culture is, um, what am I trying to say? dictated by like a negative post on social media the oh it's cold again i hate this and we just kind of like and i feel like for way too long we sort of let that dictate the way we're supposed to feel about eerie and i feel like it permeates into everybody it just everybody like just sort of parroting the same thing and you know it was sort of like the reason that another reason that the we decided to really do it about eerie I heard this one time, uh, my uh, in-laws live in Florida and I was down there with uh, my wife. We were visiting, we're in the hot tub, you know, cracking open some cold ones. We're all talking about like, you know, like there's some people that are like, nobody's from there. They all moved there. They're all talking about back home. Like, oh man, it's so miserable where I'm at, man. It's so cold up there right now. Snowstorm after snowstorm. We're talking to these people and they're like, there's a couple like, hey, you know what? It gets colder where we're at, but it's all right. There's good things about it too. And they're like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania. I'm like, where are you from? They're like, Winnipeg. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, like right now, Winnipeg is probably like negative 10. Mm-hmm. You know, like what? Well, maybe we just complain too much. And so I believe it helps to really change that culture. Um, you can find something about anything in Erie. Like uh, our, our buddy Alex, he was. Um, yeah, posted in has this great show about like video game music. And as I've told him before, I love it because I'll turn it on and it's just me driving in my car, just listening. And it's like, oh man, Act Razor or Metroid. Nice. I remember when I was seven and I played this game, and it just take I takes you to a different spot. Um it's it's sort of like the same reason I like reading books, really. You know, you ever get like really into a book and oh, you sort yeah. of forget the world around you exists and it feels like you're in it even though you're just sort of reading the page. I think a podcast can do that for you. And to have that for something hyper-focused, like a specific part of Erie, that's going to help a community because those people will listen into like something we have to say. There's plenty others that talk about different things in Erie and whatever community you're in. And they get to feel like, hey, I feel like that too. I just never heard it verbalized. Oh, these guys like this. Well, I know they like this, this, and this. So I got to give this a try. And that's how it helps a community because it builds the culture of that community. Because maybe because of what uh, the Erie po- yeah, people, Erie Podcast Network do, it's a little less negative than it was before we came around. Yes. I hope so anyway. Oh, it is. It <laughs> yeah. is. And it's especially during these times, especially during the times when, People are stuck at home. You know, they can't do what they used to do. They're still, you know, we've got this pandemic on and people just start longing for those good old times. It's bringing them back to those times. It's bringing, you know, a lot of these shows, like you said, the show about the video game music or the show about, like, you know, if someone starts a show about like um, just adventure, like I know a lot of people that I've developed relationships with on this show have branched off and started their own podcast. A lot of them do it on the magic side. So a lot of them will talk about magic and everything, but it brings them back to those good old days because they're not, you know, they're not on stage yet. They're not, you know, they're not doing five shows, you know, they're not doing five shows a week or, you know, tomorrow packing their bags and heading to Denver or something. Cause they got a gig there for, you know, they got a gig with some other world renowned magician. They're just 
they're sitting at home practicing. They're waiting for the, they're waiting for things to clear up so they can get their schedules going again. But at the same time, this gives them the opportunity to talk and listen to say, Oh, I remember, you know, like I always ask funny stories, you know, what's the funniest thing that happened to you while performing? (laughs) And some of them have had great experiences. Like I remember um, my buddy, Steve Petra, he, um, he tells, he told this story about how he did this magic trick and the end result was going to be, he had two hands up. One had the number two, one had the number five. So he, um, he was saying like, okay, you have this two or five. And the kid was like, four. No, no, no. <laughs> or five. Yeah, four. Okay, now I'm going to make this easier for you. Two or, or five. five. And he wanted the kid to pick five. But the kid all suddenly starts going for the two. And then he's like, oh, great. He's going to expose me. He's going to. And the kid just goes, five. And you're like, yes. <laughs> like, oh, you heard him. So it's like every adult in that room was on the floor laughing. It just it brings you back to those good times. You're right. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's good to have uh, that people get to find a way to put themselves out there that aren't snarky on online posts. You know that that's mm-hmm. kind of nice too. Um, there, are, a lot of people are struggling right now in different ways. You know, even though like everybody lost something in this, mm-hmm. everybody did. You know, and if this can help take your mind off that for a little bit, then, then great. Or even just being on our side of it and just creating something and hoping that somebody likes it. If that gives you a little bit of fulfillment, that's, that's fantastic. I will tell you, Nick, the one thing I think um, uh, uh, like with Idiotville, we've recently started going into a little bit more video. Uh, We've always sort of like, it was never really a plan of ours. Um, my buddy, uh, Jake Bartko kept telling me, Hey, you got to get into it. You got to get into it. And I'm like, well, Jake, you're, you're not hideous. Like we are, we, I don't really have that option, but I think it helps in this time because we don't have commutes anymore. I work at home. I never worked. I used to drive to Cleveland every day, you know, I, but I work at home now. So those times where I would spend listening to all those different shows aren't there. And I feel like people have had to adjust the way they consume podcasts and probably one of the best ways to make that adjustment is video. And so, yeah, any podcaster out there listening, I would really look into this sort of format, you know, also continue to do the, the old meat and potatoes because I love that format more than anything. But I think video is a big part of our future just because of the hand that we were dealt. It is. And what I love about video, and I've said this before, I love that you and me are in two separate areas right now. You know, we're we're in the same city and all that. Yeah, you're, you're at your place. I'm at my place. It's not like oh, we're just you know I'm up here. I'm on this floor. You're on this floor, or something. You know, it helps a lot. Of like I said, I've got friends on the West Coast. I've got a girlfriend in Massachusetts. Formats like this help so much. Like I talk to them. It it takes away that awkwardness because you talk to them so much. It takes away that barrier. It takes away that communication barrier where it's kind of like. We're meeting for the first time. So, you know, even if we talked beforehand, like on the phone, we're meeting in person for the first time. So it's kind of like, hey, how's the weather? So it's just I'll invite them onto the stream and we'll chat as if though we saw each other yesterday. Sure. And, you know, I think we have a different energy for that same reason. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I think it helps. But, yeah, for, for everybody else out there, I mean, it's just something that I'd consider. I don't think it's mandatory, but I think it is something that helps. And... And, you know, I shared this like on my personal Facebook 
And there are probably people out there that have heard that I have a show that will never, ever listen to it. But maybe they click in and watch this for a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. because they don't understand the podcasting, but clicking on a video and watching it is something that they they understand. They they get how that works. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, and then maybe they'll be like, hey, well, maybe I should check out some podcasts. Maybe that is for me. And so one hand washes the other in theory. I'm hoping anyway, but I Mm -hmm. guess we'll see. So, yeah. You never know. And you're right. We help each other. It's benefiting each other. Yeah. It's sharing, hey, I'm getting this guy on my show. Hear about his podcast. Hey, I'm getting this magician on the show. Hear about their magic. Hear about their works. Hey, I'm getting this actor on it. You know, everyone knows this actor, but do you really know the actor? Do you really know the actor outside of the screen, outside of the film? You know, like everyone knows Stephen Tobolowsky from Groundhog Day. Do you really know Stephen Tobolowsky? Do you really know, like, how he got the role, you know, what he's up to today when he's, you know, sure. He's got like the Goldbergs and everything, but what's he up to today when he's not doing the Goldbergs? Like what's John Mahon from the Elton John band doing now that he's not on tour. Yeah. And um, I I think that people like to hear that kind of stuff too, because (laughs) that might not be something that they wake up thinking, you know, like, man, what is Ned Ryerson doing these days? But if it's right there in front of them, Hey, check out what Red Ned Ryerson's doing today. They're clicking on it. Yes. You know, and I think I, I think that that helps too, because sometimes we've all done it where you're just Googling something and then you end up on Wikipedia and then you get into the Wikipedia loop where all of a sudden you're on something that has nothing to do with something that you initially looked at. I mean, yeah, like audio and visual content works the same way. I mean, YouTube, we've all done that with YouTube. I was or just like, about to say that. I'm like, <laughs> Even YouTube, you're watching. You start out watching just a music video or something. Next thing you know, you're looking up how to a how to video, or uh, you know, you find yourself on um, like a movie scene or something. Yeah, yeah, or some something funny you saw back in the day, or yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's it's crazy. That's I mean, that's that's the way content goes, and 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 putting your little piece of it out there that can answer that little question for somebody. I mean, I, I don't want to call it clickbait because it's not that it's so much more than that, but it can work in that world and be far more rewarding to whoever finds it. So, yeah. yes. Now I will tell you, I don't call you a guest on the show. I call you a buddy. So I wanted to ask you in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? Uh, to be somebody's buddy, uh, I, I believe it means just, uh, you know, kind of being there for them. Like, you know, Nick, you call me up and you're like, hey, I just did something great. I'd be like, buddy, that's awesome. I get to hear about, you know, I'd celebrate what happened to you. You know, that, that you made something happen, that you you touched greatness. And it would be like my victory as well. But if you call me up and you're like, oh, man, I had the worst day, John. This terrible thing happened, you know, because I'm a buddy that I'll support you and I'll hear you out. And it's just taking the good with the bad, you know, like we're not in competition, you know, either way, like your greatness isn't overshadowed by some great thing that I've done. Your grief isn't overshadowed because I felt grief that was worse sometime. It doesn't work that way. Real buddies support each other when they need it and celebrate each other when they, yeah, when, when it's time to celebrate. That's what I think being a buddy is. Love that answer. Love it because you are right. (laughs) <laughs> another part of being a buddy is being a charitable buddy as i ask all my buddies that come on the show if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice what would it be and why <laughs> that is super hard but the good thing is about that nick there's there's no wrong answer um 
I would I would say try to keep it local. I mean, if you can't tell, I'm, I'm definitely big on supporting local because we're all that we have, you know. <laughs> unless it unless it's a undercover billionaire, I'm not counting on another billionaire coming in parachuting and throwing money around Erie again. That just doesn't happen. Usually, if there's some nonprofit or a charity in town, they're kind of counting on people in the town to support them. So. Yeah, give it where it's underfunded funded because everything, you know, all those charities, all those nonprofits, they they need your help. Um, and with that said, I kind of have to go for mine. I've mentioned on the show a few times, um, Community Access Media or CAM, which is downtown. Um, it, it used to be that building that you drive by and it had that cat on there. It just said cat. You'd watch that weird channel on the on TV where, mm-hmm. you know, people would make stuff. Well, it's really blossomed into something else now. And I think... Um, Really, the podcasting community in Erie owes a debt of gratitude to Cam. Um, it sort of helped us get together. It gave us like, you know, the big reason we went there is, as I mentioned, we'd make some mistakes like, oh, man, this sounds worse. And we actually spent money on it. And then it became like, hey, what if we got you a soundproof booth with all of the fixings and you pay $60 for membership for a year? Well, that's that's gold are you serious and you know since they've done there since we've been going there i feel like they've done a lot for us and i hope that we've done some for them um you know and i know when you're sitting there on like erie gives day it's not the number one thing you're probably thinking of but um i'm hoping if anything from you know what we do and what we talked about on this episode it shows you how important it is to give people that voice to sort of uh, put their stuff out there because it's not just that tv show anymore you know there are people making like content out there like audio visual content like we do um they do a lot of like different productions and stuff like um i know uh, my one buddy is a mma fighter in erie and they produce it like if you go in there they'll have a little screen and stuff with a jumbotron and they're working the cameras like they kind of have their fingers in all of that and we all appreciate it and we all see kind of like the the fruits of that labor more often than we think and so while there's no wrong answer, I would just kind of got to put it out there for, for my guys at CAM. Um, definitely support if you can. Definitely join if you can, because it's very like it, it's the best $60 you're going to spend this year to have access to all that cool stuff. And yeah, and nobody's really asking you much except for, hey, you know, make an appointment and don't smash the camera on the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, that that would be who I would I would go for. Beautiful. And I like, I like how you kept it local and you kept it something close to your heart. You're not just in a, you know, as much as everyone might have a reason for it, you know, it's not just, well, you know, got to support the animals. So let's go with Peter. You got to, you know, or this, this charity is always a good choice. It's something you went into detail about because here's why I support this thing 100%. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like I have to like everybody knows like, hey, you know, there are people there are, there's like infectious diseases. There's like cancer. There's animals and there's stuff like that. And I am not saying don't support them. No, but no, yeah. But if there's a nonprofit that means a lot to me and I'm not vouching for it, who is going to? Uh-huh. So I will mm-hmm. whenever I can. So <laughs> and that's the answer I was looking for. So, Excellent. Crushing it tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for Uh-oh. this? I'm ready. For anyone out there who wants to start their own podcast, what is your advice to them? Um, the hardest thing about starting your own podcast is just that, starting it. Um, so many people will be like, okay, well, I'm going to get the equipment. I'm going to do this. I have this plan. And then they do it. And it's much like you and I talked about earlier, where 
I I recorded it. I had fun doing it, but I'm terrified to hit that publish button because if I do, people might think it's terrible. And right now, I think it's good. I like it. I'm not sure if it's good enough for them. And they live in that limbo forever. I don't want to live in that creative purgatory and neither do you. You know what? That first time you hit publish, listen to it, be proud of it and understand that it might be the worst episode you ever make of anything. And that's okay. And nobody's going to be judging you for it because if somebody's there be like, Oh, he really stuttered over his words. Most likely they're going to be sitting on the couch and never creating anything of their own. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just, just have that faith in yourself. And then also know, you know, seek out the community. We're all here to help you. Um, There's, you know, both Nick and I and everybody out there, if you see a podcast theory, we want you to succeed. We're not trying to bury you. This, this, this yeah, it isn't that sort of world. You know, everybody no. wants you to succeed. And if you, you need help, you can come to us with it and we're going mm-hmm. to help you. Whether that be, I need a topic or how do you edit or what's a good place to make merch or, mm-hmm. you know, how do I get my name out there? All of us have succeeded and failed in that. And we hope that you can actually teach us a little bit with that too. So really the hardest part about it and the best advice I can give is just put yourself out there. You might be surprised what you're capable of doing. 100%. That's how this show got started. And you're right. I will, you know, people like you and me, we will offer advice. We will offer help. You know, the only thing I might not give on my thing is just contact info because I don't want to betray anyone like, you know, I don't want to give you so-and-so's email address or so-and-so, you know, like. Oh, I never I, give anybody's email or anything like yeah, that away. Absolutely like, not. I just don't want to. I don't want to be the guy who gets the, for the email. Why did you give my contact info to this guy? Or thanks to you, this guy is nonstop sending me stuff, trying to get me to promote stuff. So please don't contact me again or something. Right. You know, like I want, you know, like when you build that relationship, you build the relationship enough that you can have these people on your show. You want to keep that. So you don't want to do anything betray it. But you're right. If there's any, I can maybe lead you to them. Like I could say, hey, reach out to them on this platform. Like reach out to Stephen Tobolowsky on Cameo or reach out to, um, I don't know, like reach out to so-and-so on Facebook. Like Facebook's the perfect. Yeah. It might take them a week or so to get back to you, but if they like what they hear, if they like what they see, then you'll have a fair shot. I can't promise you anything, but you'll have a better chance than what you're thinking right now. Absolutely. You know, I, I tend to steer people towards Twitter because uh-huh. who doesn't love if it's somebody like, okay, if somebody that you don't know sends you a friend request on Facebook, you're like, oh, who is this bot and what kind of money do they want from me? If uh-huh. somebody you don't know, like follows you on Twitter, you're like, man, I'm reaching somebody. It's a totally different vibe. So people are more open unless they're like, you know, Kim Kardashian with a hundred million followers. So if somebody shoots them a little message or like, yeah, tweets Mm -hmm. at them or something to hear them out. Because if you're just regular Joe, like me, I think, wow, this person cares what I have to say. And I think it's worth it. You know, that's, I, I, I like to lead people in that direction just because I feel like it's perceived in a more positive way. Yes. Yes, 100%. And you're right, because there are times where you get that Facebook question, you're like, is this worth it, or is this going to turn out bad, you know? Like, I'm always someone, I'll always review the content before I see, you know, before I hit accept, like, um, okay, hasn't posted anything since 2011, maybe that's a privacy setting, or yeah, going on here, or like, um, this person only, like, you can tell which ones are bots, you know, like, 
you can say like, okay, they may have a mutual friend with this person, but I can definitely tell I'm going to get spammed if I get this or something. So you're right. But with Twitter, it is that thing. It is like, well, worst thing they could do is send you a funny message or something like that. And just, yeah. And you, you block know. them and you never hear from them again if it's something weird, you know? Um, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you some of the spam you get now, especially when you have a show and people are listening to you or we'll get ones where like, they'll see you're on a certain platform. Like, Hey, really loved your raps. I'd like to produce beats for you. And I'm like, this is because one of our platforms that carries us is SoundCloud. Is that why you're saying this? And you assume I'm a rapper and you're just sending this to everybody. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not talking to you or, Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, Oh, well I have this great business opportunity. We get some like, we want you beautiful people like you that have influence in the eerie community to post things, carrying our, um, stuff on Instagram. And I'm like, first of all, I am far from beautiful. And second of all, we post funny memes. I, I mean, we're not going to be wearing your t-shirt while doing that. That's just doesn't yeah. work that way. So sometimes you get these real half baked business offers. You have to sift through them oh, a little yeah. bit, but there's legitimate ones out there too. You just, oh, yeah. and you I've, had, to, I've had some of those offers from buddy cat. Like I've had some people, we want to be on buddy cat. All right. Tell me about yourself. There are some people that actually will have a great story. Like, Hey, you know, um, I like I had this guy who played Waldo before for his community, you know, like he would actually go out and he would have prizes. It wouldn't just be like, oh, he'd hide and then wait for someone to find him and then go hide again. Like some crazy. He would post where he is and say, like, if you find me, you could win a gift certificate. You know, if you you win this prize, I'm like, that's something you don't see every day. Anyone. (laughs) Otherwise, you just see pretty cool. You just see this guy just as well ago emailing you or you know, sending your message and you're like, okay, you know, but then you hear their stories and it's like, I want to hear more about that. So yeah, you're right. But there are times, you are right. There are times where it's like, um, let me get back to you on that. You know, Man, all right. <laughs> let me get back to you. Or you know what? I have to consult with some people real quick. Just give me a, you know, let me chat this over with some guys just to make sure. Like that's one thing I'm so thankful that I'm friends with a lot of magicians on. Like I have my one buddy who is a great magician who I could buy. Like, hey, do you know this guy by chance? And he'll give me the full info. He'll say like, yes, that guy is good. He's worth it. Or he'll say, ah, you may want to stay clear of him. It's just the same old, not to offend anyone, but it's like, it's the same old toss. You know, it's the same old yeah. close hands or card. Is this your card type of deal? Or He's a hack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like stuff like that. Like it's, Things like that, but it's all about just having the buddy there that can guide you to it. That can just say, "Yes, this guy's legit." Like I performed with him; he knows what he is doing. And a lot of times, I'll have buddies that will do that too. A lot of times, like you can vouch, you've had buddies that say, "Hey, watch your show. I think you should chat with you know." It's just like you and me did beforehand. You know, I think you should chat with this person. Here's their story. Here's what they do. Give them, you think they're worth the shot, and they, you trust them enough that you know if they're recommending them, it's not just another. Is this your card? You know that you guys are the real deal. Like these guys are, if these guys can earn this person's trust, then they are definitely worth it. Cause these guys, you know, it would never be a situation of like me telling you, you know what? I just had this guest who completely bombed. Um, I'm going to send him over to John and just see how funny it will be to have John deal with the same thing I did. So, you know what, John, talk to so-and-so you're going (laughs) to love it. And then just be like, like, don't do that to me, please. (laughs) You You would be the type of guy. I watched that show, dude, and I'm going to pass on that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, 
we had um you know once we really start having guests it's it's a, ours is so hyper local we started having people that would just be like hey i heard this and i want to be on the show and i have this business i want to talk about sometimes you're like oh this that's great yes let's go i i love this idea and but we've had somewhere just like i want to be on the show and i can pay back an exposure and i'm thinking i'm going to have a 10 minute segment every week on the show and i'm like well why don't you just make your own show then dude I like this isn't yeah this isn't your show you're not that cool like make your own stuff I mean, you're not taking over mine I don't know who you think you are that's happened that, a couple times yeah but that's the point like I I do my best to be able to explain I give them a fair shot at least to say like okay tell me about yourself you know tell me what you do tell me who you are to see if they were because the one thing I do recommend from them is that we have something to talk about otherwise this is gonna be a ten minute episode. This is going right. to be you know, like what you were saying. This is going to be one of those episodes where it's like, okay, what got you into this? Um, where you, you know, how's this impacting you today? Like, how's the pandemic impacting you today? Do you That's have any stories? You know, just it's, no. it's <laughs> general. Like I, you know, and I've had people that have almost given me like that short answer. Where like, okay, this is going to be a short episode. Well, at least I can go hang out with my girlfriend later today or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But it's all about hearing about that. Like, if you can provide something that's worth an interview, you know, like saying, hey, you know, you and me are talking about podcasts this entire episode. Yeah. That's what makes it a, a podcast. Because that's when you know you're going to get the people that want to hear. Oh, I want to hear about the local Erie podcasts. I want to hear about, like, what, you know, what's your advice for them or stuff or just things like that. So, but thank you so, so much for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. It was a pleasure chatting with you. It was a uh, pleasure is all mine, man. I really appreciate it. Keep doing what you're doing. I uh, know the people are really enjoying it out there. And I, yeah, I'm honored to be on the show. And yes. for everybody else out there, just check out the different shows that we have in this area. If you've heard BuddyCast or you've even heard, if you've heard Idiotville, and you're like, well, I don't like either of those shows. They're both terrible. Well, there's somebody in Erie who makes something that you'll like. Go out there and find it. But don't yeah. think for a second that you're dunking on Nick or I because you did so. We want you to see, to like it. Yes. And I hope that we can lead you there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I've got one piece of advice but for you. I really appreciate it, Nick. Thank you. 100%. I have a favor to ask you before we go. Go be someone's buddy today. Yes. Will do, my friend. Hi, everybody. Thank for you. All out there, this is my new buddy, John. And thank you again for being a buddy here on BuddyCast. We'll catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite podcast, BuddyCast. Well, the days are going fast Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone past Buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cats Don't feel like it could make it, buddy Here on